Welcome to Compass for Your Life, and this is your host, Mary Ladybird, creator of Wonderspace. This show is about healing your home and body using sacred feng shui. Harmonize your life by creating a harmonious home. Easy and fast ways to improve your life and create wonderful spaces. Let's inspire you to make the best of your space to create your best life possible. Get ready to enjoy this new perspective on home living. Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast episode 6, Feng Shui and Healing, Finding Health in Your Home. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit about what is Feng Shui, why is this important, uh, and also nine important tips for your health and how to remedy issues using your home. I'm going to also uh, talk a little bit about the health area of your home. Where is that and how to use that? So what is Feng Shui? Uh, the translation is wind and water. And what it really is about is working with qi that uh, comes from the sky, hits the mountain tops, and then makes its way down to the water's edge. And there's a pattern as a scientifically studied how this works internally as well in external environments. It's like working with unseen energy, a lot like the wind or electricity is something you can't see, but you know it exists. And at the core of feng shui, it is really about unity and duality concepts. It uh, we work a lot with yin and yang and unity of that yin and yang, as well as balancing the five elements. So why is it important? Because it really is about growth, changing, and moving towards your best life. It is not about interior design, in case you're wondering. Um, it home is a mirror and if you change what that reflection looks like it will change your life uh, so there's two schools of feng shui one is called btb it's black sect tantric buddhist tradition it's a modern take on an old tradition that focuses more on intuitive um, intuitiveness versus formulas and then we have classical or imperial feng shui. It is known as a form school or the compass school. And it uses formulas to understand the energies around you. In today's discussion about health, I'm mainly going to be using the uh, BTB version of feng shui. So I have nine crucial health principles I want to share with you. But before I dive into that, I really wanted to clarify something. The home does not cause health issues. It may be a source that informs the body, showing what might be going on internally. So start thinking uh, of it in a way of containers. So your body is a container that we care for, and the home is a container for the body. Just as you are careful of what you eat and put into your body, 
you need to be conscious as to what is in your home. The first tip I have for you is to be in command. Well, what does that mean? It usually means that you should set up your home in a way that you can always see the door. So when you are facing away from a door, it can affect your nervous system, cause anxiety, or raise stress levels. Now this goes back to ancient times, but it's really about that feeling of being uncomfortable with like when your boss leans over from behind you or you're at the dentist's office and you're waiting for the dentist to come in but you're looking at a wall and not the door. You can't see who's coming or going. And we really want you to be comfortable in your own space so you can face your life and know what's coming towards you. And a real modern way of thinking about this is to... Be in your power. Another way of saying being in command. Well, how do you set your home up this way? Well, like I said, you have to have the view of the door of the room that you're in or your main door. So you can see who's coming. So you're going to want to set up your bedroom um, bed uh, in a way where you're lying down in bed that you can see the bedroom door. Or if you're in the living room, set up the couch so you can see the main entrance. If you're in your home office or main office, again, when you're sitting at your desk, you can see who's coming in or not. One of the most important spots is a stove as well. And you might be thinking, well, how do I move my stove? I can't move my stove. Well, there's a very simple remedy to that, which is use a mirror so you can see who's coming up behind you. Tip number two is to repair all leaks. Because our bodies are made of mostly water, leaks or plumbing can create a whole bunch of health issues. Some being fatigue, diarrhea, urinary tract infections. Also, water is related to emotions and money, so it can compound depression or create some financial instability. So be sure that you have all those drip drops uh, tidied up. Tip number three is to fix all doors. In the tradition of feng shui, entranceways are considered the mouth of qi. They bring in life force to a place. And you want doors to be able to open all the way. So nothing behind them or they can't fully open or nothing jammed behind it. Also, hinges shouldn't be broken. Uh, Squeaks should be fixed. If you think of uh, the Tin Man getting rusted and then he's trying to walk and he gets stuck. And doors can show up as joint-related issues. Um, Not being able to move well, right? Arthritis, TMJ, MS are all related to door issues. Uh, you could also run into some some head issues, uh, tumors, strokes, or migraines. Doors also represent the voice. So look for doors that when they open, they might hit each other. Uh, that can create arguments or power struggles. So you will want to remedy that as well. Tip number four is to clear away the clutter. 
Okay, you cannot make a stronger adjustment than this. Uh, when there is clutter, there, it's like information overload. There's just too much to deal with. So health-wise, when there's clutter in hallways, foyers, stairs, and they're blocked, it's like veins in your body getting blocked. It's the arteries of the home and can impact cholesterol, blood pressure, heart disease, and more. Clutter can also refer to things that you want to hide or not look at. Too much stuff on the floors can increase depression. Clutter has many characteristics and it depends on where it is in your home. And the best way to help with clutter is to find systems to remove it or organize it. Now we're gonna move on to tip number five. Check your electrical system. Electrical wires are like the body's wiring system, which is the nervous system. Electricity follows the same patterns as chi through the body's meridians. If it's not cared for, it can cause burnout or short fuses with temper. It can uh, affect anything to do with the nervous system, including breakdowns, hormone imbalance, thyroid issues, adrenal burnout, or a difficult menopause. So what should you look for? You want to look for frayed wires, broken outlets or sockets, late switches, unfinished electrical work, fuses, breakers, or light bulbs burnout. Um, you want to also consider broken appliances like toasters or microwave. Tip number six is to illuminate your dark areas. A dark home will lack life force energy. So if you think about the power of light, in a split second, you can go from being in the dark to being able to see. It helps us navigate our path in this world. And what we can't see or choose not to see, we can't address. Dark spots in the home can lead to dark spots in the body. On x-rays, doctors look for dark spots or masses where light cannot pass. You can remedy this by adding candles. Even if you don't light them all the time, you can get bigger or brighter bulbs, um, wattages. You can paint a wall a different color, a lighter color. Or you can purchase specific feng shui crystals which hold the light of the sun. And then start noticing what areas in your home need more light. Tip number seven, reduce EMFs and geopathic stress. So electromagnetic pollution causes toxicity, it weakens your immune system and can induce illness among other issues. EMF sources are microwaves, fuse boxes, cell phones, toasters, computers, TVs, even solar panels. The best way to avoid it is of course not to use them, but how are we gonna do this in this modern world? I use shungite. It's a crystal that absorbs the EMF frequencies or rays or radiation. The best advice I have is to set up your bedroom with none of these devices while you sleep. Also, if you can, remove them where you eat your food every day. You should also consider geopathic stress. 
which is energies emanating from the earth, which can cause ill health in human beings. For this, you can find a dowser such as myself or go through the American Dowser Association and reset things from the outside of the home so they don't enter in the first place. Tip number eight is to clear any drains or vents. Backed up sewers or toilets can cause illness to uh, related to colon, bowels, intestinal area, and it can also trigger blood-related related diseases. Blocked plumbing or vents can affect us like clutter does, causing our lives to get stuck. Emotionally, it can relate to not letting go of the past, painful memories, or traumas. If pipes are broken, look for problems with ulcers, heart disease, high blood pressure, or rare kinds of illnesses. And add to your calendar to change your filters and clean your vents every fall. The last tip I have for you is tip number nine, to bagua your home. Bagua actually means eight areas, eight sections. Um, in feng shui, we call them guas. And the bagua is basically how to read the energy of your home, but it's broken up into triagrams, which are combinations of yin and yang energy. And each of these areas holds an energy that relates to those aspects. It also it relates to a particular element. We have the five elements, uh, one which is wood, that's trees, um, upward moving energy, growth, and life, which then can feed fire. And then from fire, fire creates ash, which we consider to be earth. And earth, compressed, creates metal. Metal carries water and water feeds wood. So those are the five elements working in a creative cycle. We, there's also other cycles that we work with in feng shui related to the elements. The bagua, like I said, it means eight sections, but there's around these eight sections, there's a center point. And that is called the tai chi in the bagua. And it's also related to health. And if you think about it, when you get sick, you can't really go to work, see your friends, be with your family. Uh, you can't work on creative projects. You're not, you know, studying or learning. You're not having romantic relationships. You're ill. You're not well. Um, so that is why, you know, it is the center area of what is the bagua. And but surrounding that, like I said, there's eight other areas. One is abundance area. There's reputation, partnership, creativity, mentors, career wisdom, and family. And all of those are energies that we can look at that overlay your floor plan in a home. So when we lay this map of eight guas and the center health over a home, the center of your home is always going to be your health area. So we 
If you're having health issues, you start at the center of your home. And yes, you know, everything out, every other gua holds health of some sort, having a healthy career, healthy partnership, <laughs> and healthy abundance, healthy finances. Um, so we can look at health in those ways as well. Lastly, what I want to talk about is another layer. Um, so with the bagua, each gua, each area correlates to specific body parts. For example, the center area, which is health, correlates to the nervous system. Um, when you have in the abundance area, which is shun, the body correlates to hip and bones. In li, which is uh, relationships, it correlates to eyes and heart. In kun, which is partnerships, it relates to your abdomen, the reproductive system, organs, and spleen. Uh, the dwe, which is creativity section of the bagua, uh, it relates to mouth or speech. Then you have Chan. Chan is about mentors. It's about helpful people in your life. And the body correlation is the head. Then we have Khan. And that body correlation is ears, kidney, bladder, or blood. And then we have Gun, which is the wisdom area. And that body correlation is your hands or back. Lastly, we have Zhen, which is family area. And those body correlations are feet, liver, or hair. So as you can see, there's so many layers that we can start to look at your health with feng shui. And I want to leave you with a quote from Dolores Cannon. She says, everything is energy. Once you learn how to use energy, you can have anything you want. Nothing is impossible and there are no limitations. So imagine for a moment what that means for your wellness. I believe that using energy through the wisdom of feng shui can change your reality from illness to wellness. So I hope you start to get a sense of what the inside energies are inside yourself and your home, and how to start working on changing your life for the better. I am Mary Ladybird. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast about feng shui and health, and I hope you make your space a wonder space. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please take a moment to leave a review or support this podcast by subscribing. Visit wonderspacefengshui.com for events and other offerings. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode.